Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one of those ideas can be taken through to the next stage where it'll be presented as yet more evidence that we're doing a fucking good job, actually, while everyone else is sat on their ass. I'm Joel, a man who puts the grace into, no way, not another disgraced Tory. And across from me is John Harris, a man who is so scared of scandal and being caught on camera that he literally refuses to walk in front of any ring doorbell that he sees. Hi, John. Or CCTV. Going to town is a nightmare. You won't. Yeah, it's... it's you. You live a complex life, a difficult life out there in the woods. The thing is, I'm scared of scandal, but equally, if anything does happen, that is the shadiest thing I could do. Yeah, the um, the recent image on CCT they'll have to release of you will be like you nine, <laughs> nine years old at a swimming pool or something. <laughs> have you seen this, Matt? And they've like photoshopped a photo fitted a beard onto you. They've, you know, when they when they try and like guess what someone will look like ten years later down the line. That's true. They don't account for male pattern baldness. I don't think they would. They don't. I don't think they'd no, know what to do. No, that's a good point. You, you could escape. You could so easily escape. I am invisible. You are an invisible man. John, we're here to pitch film ideas from our listeners, from our hearts, from our minds. Uh, how's this one from Matt? Avengers EastEnders game. I love it. Now, worth, worth saying, this came with an exceptional Photoshop <laughs> of the Hulk just leaning at the bar in the old Vic, which I really, really enjoyed. Really phenomenal work. Avengers EastEnders game. I guess the Photoshop suggests that it's the Avengers in Albert Square mm. as opposed to like a collection of the greatest EastEnders residents taking on a threat to mankind. That's that's where my head is going. My head is almost, I would even say, a full soap crossover. Get neighbours involved. Get Corey. Get them all. Get the folk on the farm in Emmerdale. Get them to come down. All of that. So you put together a team... The problem is now, John, that our knowledge of soap operas is going to be laid bare. EastEnders, I could have quite confidently talked about for quite some time. When we start talking about Emmerdale, it's a it's a troubled area for me. It's an area I'm not too familiar with. There's a there's a main family in Emmerdale, the Dingle family, the Dingles. Okay, I know about the Dingles. One of them's got a beard, and isn't it just sort of all like the Archers? They do farm things. But then, because it's a soap opera, once every six months, like a plane has to crash into the farm. Yeah, I, I think Emmerdale is definitely the name of a farm, so that that's all I know. Yeah, what I what I think maybe 
to avoid us sort of, yeah, like you say, our knowledge of soaps is probably just like Pat and Peggy. Peggy from EastEnders. The big two P. I reckon no, I reckon there's a there's a, there's an early to mid two thousands period I could talk about pretty confidently with EastEnders. But but in the inter- why I think in the interest of us not sort of going into that. Um why don't we Why why not? Why don't we we don't why don't we want to talk about the storylines on EastEnders two thousand and three to two thousand and seven? Here's my suggestion is we go meta and we go big picture. It's okay. it's about the cast of these soap operas coming for the likes of Netflix and Prestige TV because they've been That's eating away at their audience for years now. And it's a big brawl. So it's kind of EastEnders versus The Crown. Exactly. Which, yes, exactly. The Crown is... It, it, the Crown is basically EastEnders, but you don't feel guilty. You don't have to be like... The Crown is a soap opera. Soap. 100%. 100%. You, there is, for some reason, a bit more kind of cultural sway in saying that you're a big fan of The Crown, which is ostensibly as much of a soap opera as EastEnders, right? Yeah, I'd say so. I think I think you can say that, but um, I, look, I haven't watched The Crown. I'm sure it's great. I watched the season about Diana. And? Yeah, it's all right. The, the best episode is that one where the fellow breaks into the Queen's bedroom. That's They made an episode of The Crown about that? Yeah. Wow. It's a pretty mad story, right? The Queen just woke up and there was a guy in the bedroom. Did- it's a, that episode was quite good. I didn't really know much about that story. And now I know it exactly as it was true. <laughs> didn't Fathers for Justice also protest oh, on Buckingham Palace? Yes, Could they have done please. an episode about that? Batman, Batman, maybe they will if it goes far enough into the present day. Maybe they will do an episode where um, Batman scales Buckingham Palace. I don't, uh, you know, obviously a good cause, but the, the guys from Fathers for Justice, you don't really hear about them any, anymore. They got justice. Did they? Uh, they got justice for all fathers, did they? <laughs> and you're saying that as a father. Uh, yeah. I, uh... I wonder, or like, do you remember? They were real figures of fun. They were kind of like the original. They were a bit just up oily, weren't they? Yeah. Is that a mad thing to say? Uh... Well, they did stunts. Very, like stunt or, stunt or in, oriented charity, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I don't think, we're not saying their causes are the same, we're just saying they're... Wow, in 2008, in 2008, they became the new Fathers for Justice, which does have a real Avengers feel to it. <laughs> or like, or like, you know, when Pink Floyd, there's like three bands that tour all claiming to be Pink Floyd at the same time. Yeah. It's like the new <laughs> Fathers for Justice and original Fathers... The light show the new Fathers for Justice put on is... <laughs> It's worth the entrance fee alone. So yeah, uh, Pat Butcher punches the CEO of uh, Netflix and we all cheer. Great. Good stuff. Would you like one from me? Mm-hmm. This one's from Tony. Wally, a robot trying to keep the planet alive, takes the last batch of ecstasy tablets and things take a psychedelic turn until the humans return and want their drugs back. What? So it's Wally. E. Exactly. The E being ecstasy. That is... That's good. I'd be interested to know how ecstasy would affect a robot. Mm. It's not really... Um, I mean, this leads me on to my favourite subjects, The Bicentennial Man, starring Robin Williams. Does he take drugs where... in that? No, but obviously he's quest- his quest is to transform from robot to man. And maybe a quintessential part of the human experience is to drop some ecstasy and listen to dance music. And that's how he could prove he became a man. Maybe it's... Maybe Robin Williams... We're just so... We're not... We're so far away from what... <laughs> Wally is right now, but we'll get we'll get back there. Don't worry. Robin Williams is on a quest to prove that he is a real boy, mm. and I would say that one of the tests to prove you're human, and I'm demonstrating it exceptionally well now in this heat wave, is the ability to produce sweat. Yes, robots don't sweat. I've said that for years and years and years. Robots don't sweat. They can't sweat. They never sweat. If you're the bicentennial man and you want to become a 
real boy. You need to prove that you can sweat. Taking some ecstasy and going to a nightclub, incredibly efficient way of producing a hell of a lot of sweat. So that would have been, that maybe would have helped him along the way in proving that he was a man. What, it's going to be, it's more difficult for the robot Warly to convince you that he's a human, mm. given his sort of shape, his shape, his bleeps, his bloops. He's so adorable, um, who cares? But yeah, I guess it's very true. I guess when he's um, scavenging the earth, clearing up rubbish, he finds a little baggie of drugs and pops them into his system and just has a really trippy time. Maybe he just like imagines Eve. Eve doesn't exist. It's sort of just the figment of a trip that um, the the lady Ooh. robot. The, my question is, these humans that come to get their drugs back, are they Wally humans? Because those Wally humans are like big balloon people. They're like, you know, they've been stuck on that ship for so long. They've turned into sort of whales. They are kind of big, big whales, aren't they? I guess they're on their mobility scooters. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah the people up there have, have just have heard about ecstasy you know they've been living their boring mm-hmm. lives drinking their big sort of fruit drinks and getting faster and fatter and then someone finds like a a documentary about woodstock and they find out about narcotics and they're like we need to go nice. back to earth to do some drugs and they bump into wally pull him apart for pieces <laughs> do some ecstasy <laughs> i want to know do you which disney characters do you think are high oh I think Woody is... Well... Oh, he's a weed guy, right? Anytime there's a wizard... Yeah. I'm just assuming they're they're knocking up lotions and potions, no questions asked. I reckon Sebastian the Crab... Oh, yeah, big time. He's up for a party. <laughs> he he loves a party. I'm just... Uh, I'm just What I'm doing right now, John, is I'm Googling the word Disney characters. Uh, and I'm going to run through some names, and you're going to say clean or high, okay? Can I just say... Bef- Mickey Mouse. High. <laughs> Eeyore. I mean, never a more obvious. <laughs> he should, Eeyore, he should right? do high. more, probably. Go- go- goofy. Oh, hi. Yeah, there's a real pattern here. Uh, Jack Skellington. This is oh, a weird off list. Off his nut. <laughs> off his, absolutely off his nut. Pumba. Oh, absolutely. Those bugs are definitely doing something. Wait, don't they hallucinate off bugs in The Lion King? Have I made that up? They do. I mean, one of them's literally called Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Winnie, Donald Duck. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh, you think is a duck? Yeah. Addiction is for real, honey? Or you think that's not a code term? Oh, well, they do say that sugar is the new crack. Alice in Wonderland. And she stayed in her room the, the whole, whole time. Thing. The, <laughs> the whole thing. Alice in Wonderland, the whole thing's drugs. But that's more Lewis Carroll than True. it is Disney. Anyway, here's one from Daps about a boy. Hugh Grant befriends a flotation device, in brackets, Nicholas Float, in this cute coming of age rom com. I love the fact there's a pun within the. Punning within, within the description. Sorry. A pun in the synopsis is a, is a rare. Joy, a rare treat. See, we're all very appreciative. Of it. It's a real treat. I. So, what's going on here? Does Hugh Grant live at sea? I've never seen a boy on the mainland. <laughs> I quite like the idea that he's befriending a boy on the mainland. He's sort of walking around with a boy in his hand. The thing about, but you'd have to buy, like, you'd have to buy them on the main. You know, they're not for sale at true. sea. They're manufactured. One assumes they're manufactured on the land. That's a very, very good point. The only thing I remember about the film about Boy is that Hugh Grant is rich because his dad or granddad wrote a Christmas song. That's the only thing I remember about that that film. So maybe in this, he's rich because his dad wrote sea shanties. Okay. And he spent his whole life at sea. And he's forced to move and live on the land when his uh, pirate dad dies. And the only thing he takes with him from the sea is a boy that he's drawn a face on. This 100% is an Aardman film, isn't it? It's like a little claymation, it does adorable feel a bit like an Aardman film. Aardman movie. Uh, isn't, hang on, isn't there an Aardman film called Pirates where Hugh Grant plays a pirate? That's probably what's happening in my head. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not that good. Um, 
I'm very into it. How, how much have you interacted with boys? Because they are big. That's why I always you don't you don't imagine them to be big, but they're. What enormous. do you mean? What do you mean by interact? Have you swam near enough one? I've never I've I've never swum out to one because they're too far away, and as we know, I get scared. Oh, of course. In the sea. Have you swum to a boy? Yeah, where where I my family go on holiday, we'd swim to the round the boy, round the boy. How far is the boy? Not that far out. It was like little boats would be moored there. And you'd sort of, you could, oh, that's you quite could dangle sweet. off the book. Maybe I would do that. I, I, I am getting much braver in the water these days, You're John. generally getting braver, Joel. I've, t- I've told you this before the call started. I, every, every year I get braver, but there has to be a point where it stops or else I will do something <laughs> very stupid. It's the line between confident and arrogance that's really scaring me at the minute. It, yeah, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a tight rope that I'm treading at the moment. And I, I will say that if I do ever swim out to a boy in the sea, I will feel invincible and I'll start to do thing, things sort of beyond anyone's comprehension i think i look forward to so it. let's just leave it there um would you like another one from me yes yeah what about this one from martin oceans Levin. the gang quit crime to start a bakery oceans Levin. Levin. it's good it's a baking term yeah i don't know what it means is it when the bread rises it's when no isn't it before that oh it's when it's just sort of having a nice time before it's put in the oven i think it's a pre-oven moment you know, on the on the Great British Bake Off, yeah. you're kind of watching along thinking, oh, these are just really good home bakers that probably possess a similar setup to me. <laughs> and then they put something into like a drawer. Yeah. It's like a temperature controlled drawer that isn't an oven. I think that might be like the leavening I think drawer. you might be right. I think we might be leavening. Leveling, leavening up. I think that's the point you're leavening. Leveling up. Uh, they have One of the, the big um, Tory policies. They have the oven where the door sort of slides underneath. Yeah, that's nice. That is nice. But I have seen that in kitchens yes. that I've been you in. You could get that in a normal Whereas kitchen. Whereas if someone showed me that around their flat and they pointed to their leavening drawer, like the leavening drawer is beyond, hmm, it's beyond the wine fridge in terms of a kitchen upgrade. What is it? It's just a slightly warm drawer. It's just a slightly warm drawer. Oh, like I think if you put an egg in it, it would maybe take 12 hours to cook. I've just had a flashback to my grandparents' house where... They had like a cabinet that was warm that you plugged into a wall that you'd like put food in and plates in before a big meal. What do you mean? I don't. I feel like I'm dreaming it. I'm sure that was the thing. (laughs) When you say when you say cabinet, what like like it looks like a bit of furniture? Yeah, but it's like clearly not a normal piece of like a wardrobe. (laughs) Because it's not that big and it's on wheels and it, you could plug it in. I feel like this is like an 80s dinner party thing. I feel like I haven't made this up. A, a plug-in wardrobe for putting in food. Quite in, in the exact reverse of that, in the house that my dad used to live in, my bedroom was kind of... It, it, it very clearly wasn't part of the original house and had been made of material, I would suggest, that isn't what houses are normally made of in that it was so cold all the time that I would wake up and be able to see my breath. It was so cold, John, that I once came home and there were some sort of parents having guests entertaining dinner party going on that evening that my stepmom was just using my bedroom to store puddings in. <laughs> That's like the garage where you put no, vegetables to, in the garage I, or something. I, I, I had to just share my room with six like <laughs> tiramisus. <laughs> it was so strange. And you know me, I'm a big glutton. Oh, it's like the ultimate test. Imagine me going to bed knowing that there were six tiramisus at the foot of my bed. That Absolutely. It's like one of the trials of Hercules. And if you'd got out in the middle of the night for a wee and forgotten, you'd, you'd have lovely coffee, creamy feet. Just, oh, and I would have licked my toe. And I was probably more flexible then. I probably would have been able to lick my toe. On the subject. Or maybe that's because 
The problem I have right now, John, I talk to people about this all the time. I can't touch my toes. I can't remember the last time I touched my toes. I'm, I'm one of the world's least flexible men. Mm. But you know how you apply disgusting tasting stuff to your fingernails and stop eating it? If I, if someone kept dipping my feet in tiramisu, maybe that would help me bend down and lick my toes. Lick your toes. That's the ultimate yeah. goal, right? That's the ultimate goal. That's why we're all doing it. That's why anyone that's doing yoga, the ultimate aim is to be able to lick your own toes. I'm surprisingly flexible. I can put my big toe in my mouth right now if I wanted to, and I can touch my toes from standing. Can you? That's really impressive. I can't do any, I can't do any of the stretches that they make you do in a, at the end of a gym class. Oh, wow. To the point where I've been made a figure of fun. Uh, a, a person leading a gym class has been known to make me a figure of fun. Oh, man. And to sort of say, oh, you know, your, your legs are too tight. You can't, you know, and I find it humiliating. So I tend to, what I tend to do, John, at the end of every gym class is I pretend I'm in a rush, actually, and <laughs> I'm going to be cleaning down my equipment while everyone's doing the stretching. Oh, it's fine. And I'll sort of pretend to do a couple of stretches. Life is my stretching I'm, session. I'm in a rush. Exactly. Oh, I'll do this in the shower. I'll do this at home. Definitely. Definitely. Love stretching. Always stretching. Can, um, can I just really quickly, this is so not relevant to anything really, but on the subject of things that I haven't thought about for years that heat stuff up, did you ever get the, <laughs> the, the, the metal sort of tray that you'd put on a table that would have like a couple of candles, like tea light candles? Yeah. Yeah. What was that yep, about? Yeah. 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 That was just to keep, keep your takeaway warm. It was lovely. You don't see them anymore, though, do you? Uh, you don't see them anymore. I wonder why that is. Microwaves, probably. <laughs> we're not pre-microwave, so Joel. Hot. Don't know. The listeners are going to think we're like 70. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the invention of the convection oven that stopped us cooking with tea lights, John. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month that's better help h-e-l-p how about this idea from alex gran turismo sislak oh we love it i guess it's I guess it's Mo from The Simpsons, but he is driving an incredibly fast car. I am, um, and she won't mind me telling this story. A good friend of mine recently took herself out on a date to go and see Oppenheimer. Lovely. And she'd booked Oppenheimer at the BFI. Ooh. Very excited. Lovely evening out. Little self evening out at the, at the BFI to watch Oppenheimer. Beautiful. Got there, was a little bit late. 
a little bit late. So, I mean, we know my feelings on people that turn up late to the cinema, but it's by the by for this story. You did story. say, you did bit say late, former so said, friend at the beginning of the story. I did. Yeah, 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 I did. I did. A little bit late to the cinema and ran up to the desk and said, oh, I'm a bit late. I'm a bit late. I'm here for the 7.30 screening or whatever. And they were like, oh, no worries. I'll take you through. I'll take you through. Went through, popped her in her seat. She looked up at the screen and the person said, don't worry. It's only been on for 30 seconds. So it's fine. I was looking at the screen. I sort of started to go, Is that? I don't think. This is Oppenheimer. There's a there's a boy playing the PlayStation. Is that is that part of the film Oppenheimer? Maybe it starts and then there's a big flat there's like a flashback. Maybe this is like an Oppenheimer descendant. And then it quickly became apparent after about a minute that Gran Turismo. Um, she was the Gran Turismo movie and not uh and not the film Oppenheimer. Did she stay? No, oh. she left after a minute, full refund, rebooked, which is, oh. you know, I guess it's the dream outcome. But yeah, Mo, quite good. It, it, uh, good to realise that within a minute and not say like yeah. 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Did, did Oppenheimer, was he like a games guy? Was he a gamer? Was Oppenheimer on Twitch? I, maybe I was so wrong about my, my timelines here. Have yeah. you heard the conspiracy theory about Oppenheimer and Christopher Nolan and stuff? What do you so mean? this is a, obviously a mad conspiracy theory. But so Christopher Nolan has two... Uh, I gestured three there. Well, he is one of three. He's one of three boys. And one of his brothers is a very successful screenwriter and has written a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff, but has also written loads of other things. Yep. Yep. And the other one is a convicted criminal who apparently his code name in gangs and stuff was Oppenheimer. So the, 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 the conspiracy theory is that Christopher Nolan made this entire movie so that when you search Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer, you don't find his brother. You find the film he made. That's so funny. But then why would he make one about a vigilante Batman? Well. Who hates crime so much. This is true. But that's a bit of fun. Uh, so Moe says, like, he runs out of flaming Moe's and goes to Shelbyville to get some more in a very fast car. Nice. That's good stuff. Hey, John, I'd love a movie idea from you. What about this one from me? So this is more, this is more of a, a statement than a question. So Voyage <laughs> of the Demeter came out recently, which is basically Dracula on a boat. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this. Oh Dracula yeah. On a... Well, that's that's a, but that's the story of Dracula. Yeah. So it's that's how he gets that's how he gets it. So it's that bit. Yeah, it's, it's the prequel. It's the it's the mid call. The origin story. I think yeah. we should it should open a universe to sort of monsters on transport. Oh. And and I was okay. Frank... Nosferatu in a on a bike. Exactly. Frankenstein on a train. Werewolves. <laughs> I think werewolves on a plane could be good because they're extra strong because they're closer to the moon. Oh, that's so scary. You're on a, you don't realize. You're stuck on a, you set off in the daytime. Yeah. And then you're praying, but, and also, no one's ever thought about this before. How do werewolves deal with jet lag and changing time zones and stuff? Uh, oh, exactly. Must be a nightmare. Yeah. Complete nightmare. Exactly. They're fl- and vampires. They're flying in such a way as it's always midnight on the full moon. Oh, God. On their journey. Oh, God. That is good. I like this, John. Thank you. I, yeah. Or, alternatively, could be a sequel to Snakes on a Plane, Werewolves on a, a Concord. Werewolves on a Concord. How about this one from me? The 40-year-old extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> Delicious. It's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Steve Carell plays like a broad Italian character who's trying to get his hands on some incredibly expensive olive oil. I, I don't know. I like because there is like a reverence towards olive oil that is almost like up there with sort of like wine and stuff. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, does oil, Would oil keep for 40 years? Um, I'm not sure. Probably, maybe not. I, I again, I don't know. I know that you should be spending more money on your olive oil, right? You don't know how much I'm spending. You, we all should. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. It's a fair point. But I know that 
the more more expensive olive oil better. is better yes, generally. But here's the thing, John: the cheap olive oil is only getting more expensive. So I'm just assuming <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting better for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. That's what people don't say about the cost of living crisis because they always say the old saying goes: you get what you pay for. So if if my bananas are getting more and more expensive, John, I'm getting better bananas. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm paying more. There's no doubt. The quality of the petrol in my car is so much higher now because you get what you pay for. That's a side to the cost of living crisis that I don't see covered enough. They they, they are not talking enough about how much better stuff is getting because it's more expensive. <laughs> stuff is... The fresh produce I'm able to get from the supermarket. Now, it's not... Don't... It's not going off in half an hour when I get home. It's the best stuff available. <laughs> On the subject of old... Like, have you ever had, like, a really old bottle of, like, port or wine or booze? Yeah, I did, um, at a house party, I did eat sour cream that was three years out of date for a laugh <laughs> once. So, that is really stupid. I, well, my thinking was... It was very was, sour at this point. It was already sour. So how much, you know, how much more sour can it get? Turns out, John, it made me violently ill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I have enjoyed a, you know, a vintage sort of... I check, what, What's the year on this Doritos... <laughs> Own brand sour cream. Oh, was it a jar? Oh, oh 2004. 2004. That was a very good year. Crazy. Very good year for the sour cream. Yeah, I, uh, what's, no, I don't think I have, have I ever drunk, I think I've drunk some like quite nice whiskies, but never like a 15 gram bottle. No. You know, what's the most expensive booze you've ever had? Well, I don't know how expensive it was, but I remember my uncle in France, he brought a bottle with him that was like a really posh wine that was like older than me. We, he was so excited for us to try it and it, he opened it and it was not very good at all. Oh, so, no. The, the I, I, did drink, I did drink some Cristal champagne once. So there L- you like go. Like the rappers. That was quite exciting. Yeah, it was a bit like the rappers, actually. It was a bit wow. like the rappers. That um, was very tasty. That is very snazzy. John, if you had to pick a favourite film from all of the films that you just heard, which would be your favourite film that you heard? Um, About a boy, just because the description had a second pun in it. Very good. Well done, Daps. You're a good man. And I need to leave, actually, because uh, my new armbands have just arrived for me to go and practice some swimming. Well done, John. Well done, Joe. How are we doing? Good stuff, John. I'm answering for you. It's so sweaty because I've closed the window to... um, a, to soundproof the room, but also because I don't want my neighbours knowing that I'm doing a podcast in here. I want them to think I'm <laughs> doing some work. So I've shut the curtain. I've pulled the window too. And then I'll, I'll open the window while shouting something like, great, great. Yeah, sell that now. <laughs> I was and watching that'll, porn that'll for the last half them. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something more normal than doing a, something with something less shameful than recording a podcast. Have you seen adverts for a thing called Royal Match on, on social that is being advertised by every uh, daytime star I've ever seen? Uh, oh, yeah. It's one of those games. It's one of those mobile games, right? Yeah. But like every day there's a new sort of daytime person who is coming out of the woodworks to tell me I should play a game called Royal Match. How many more do you need to see before you download Royal Match? Like how how invasive into your life would royal match have to get before you're like fine i'll download it like if you woke up and your partner just rolled over in bed and said royal match is great fun you should try a royal match there's a lot less adverts than on other mobile games at what point would it have to sort of if it was every single ad you heard on a podcast or you know what level of royal match saturation royal maturation do we need to get to before 
you download it. It's like a macro. It's like micro influencing. You're like, we've we've uh, managed to get yeah. we've managed to get John's partner to on this campaign. So, <laughs> we've managed to get John's child's first words to be royal match. <laughs> I've always thought that would be a really funny advertising campaign to just to aim for one person for an entire ad- like really Truman show yeah. them. <laughs> Just sort of, that is a good idea. Just, That's such a good idea. But also, I think I would be more likely to go for it if they went for like really sort of peculiar figures from sort of like, you know, reality TV past. If it was like Bubble from Big Brother or something telling me, then, I'm, then, I, then I'd listen. Oh, I, good friend of mine, good friend of the show, Tom, used to work in a wedding venue. And one morning after a wedding, he was in one of the rooms and he found about 15 years after he'd been on TV, a bubble calendar for the year like, <laughs> 2004 <laughs> and it was it was it was about 2013 <laughs> that is amazing but the good thing was i think he kept hold of it for a couple more years and the dates aligned uh, so he had a bubble calendar that worked so everyone's a winner really uh, like even at the height of his because when he first said it i thought there is no way bubble is still producing calendars I... but it was a it was a very old calendar i sort of can't believe bubble was ever producing calendars no offense to him that's a good point i wonder how famous he ever really was Paul Bubble Ferguson. What's he up to now, you know? Who knows? Anything else anything else going on in your life? Any anything you've consumed? Uh I watched most of Poker Face with Natasha Leon. What's she doing there? Thought it was pretty good. House? Uh we watched it. Isn't that her name? <laughs> yeah, I know. But you made it sound like you and her had sat down to watch it. I'm surprised she wanted to It'd watch it. Yeah, because she was in my house. She's got such a cool voice. <laughs> hey Joe, cool you voice. want a coffee? You want a yeah yeah that'd be quite fun i don't think i think that'd be fun to hear every day so i've got a spare room if you're listening (laughs) and would you recommend yeah i guess a bit samey not not a not a double thumbs i haven't managed i've watched i've watched maybe i've I've watched maybe seven or eight episodes and there are 10 and i'm really struggling to get over the line in my old age i've got really good at not finishing things i'm really good now at being like I'm out. Like if if, if I if I play a video game, I don't have this compulsion now to see it through. You know, even if I, you know, I have to be really enjoying a thing. I think now to really see it through. I, I'm really good at thinking I've had my fill of this. Not you know, if I'm in the cinema, John, I'll stay till the end of the film. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm really good at thinking I've had my fill of this thing now. So I love the I idea of like after an hour and a half of Oppenheimer, be like, yep, got it. <laughs> yep, he loves PlayStation. <laughs> You, I think you were going to give us a recommendation, John. Oh, I just uh, the only thing happening in my life, Joel, is that I fixed uh, my GameCube. My GameCube was broken, and now it's fixed. That is all that's exciting in my it life. It was so exciting seeing... seeing uh, you must have felt a real sense of achievement when you did that. I felt invincible, Joel. I, I bought a special tool. Yeah. I unscrewed it. I undid the bits. I turned some knobs, and then it worked again. Unfortunately, a CD-based games console that I... Uh, that I got when I was a teenager means that like most of the games are scratched to to sort of an unplayable level, but it's still nice for a bit of nostalgia. Nice, well done. Well, well done, everyone. We'll be back same time next week. Have a lovely old Have a lovely seven week. days. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.